Hey everyone and welcome to episode number 6 of the Woofing Possum podcast. This week it is back to playing old me, but don't worry guys, we will have some more guests joining us very, very soon. And they are going to be super exciting guests, just like the previous ones that we've already had. So guys, before we start, I, am, I just want to let you know that my big German shepherd Hugo has decided to bring himself in from the sun as he's getting a little bit too warm and lay right behind me and pant. Now, I don't think the microphone will pick it up, luckily, but if you do hear some strange breathing on this podcast, don't panic, it is just the dog. So, episode number six, and we're going to be talking about the power of sleep. Now, this topic came about in a a little bit of a strange way. So, I was talking to some friends, we were talking about, you know, all the, the trials, tribulations and pleasures of dog ownership, and... I got asked uh, an unusual but amazing question that I think might even become a feature with uh, with some future guests. But it was, what's the greatest compliment have I ever received as a dog owner? So not reviews as a trainer or anything like that. This was just somebody asking me kind of, what was it that someone's ever said to me about my own personal dogs that really kind of resonated, really struck me and is something I'm really proud of? And... That actually got myself and my wife thinking around, well, what what is it? Is it is it recall? Is it the play? Is it all the you know the funky stuff that they can do? And actually it wasn't. The thing that we, we kind of agreed upon was the amount of times people have visited our home and after the initial greeting of the dogs, how much the dogs just relax, settle down, and go to sleep. Now Growing up, that's something that kind of all my dogs have have kind of done. And probably a little bit naively, I've not really paid a lot of attention to it. It's something that I've always promoted. It's probably a lot more subconsciously than consciously. But it's, um, it is a wonderful thing to have. When your dogs are just relaxed, chilled out in the home, it just creates a nice, relaxed, harmonious atmosphere. And it wasn't until we were asked this question that I really started to reflect on how much of a gift that is. And then talking to some other friends who've got dogs and we started kind of comparing and seeing what other people said around kind of the best compliments they've received. And when we spoke about the relaxed nature of our dogs and how they do just like to chill out and sleep, quite a few friends started to talk about how, oh, I wish my dog would do that. They're just non-stop. And I've been to my friends' houses. I've, I've seen the dogs. I've, I've, you know, interacted with them and played with them as well. And I can imagine that gets really quite tiring. You know, having a dog who's a million miles an hour all the time they're awake, uh, that takes a lot of energy and a lot of focus. So, yeah, that got me thinking around really that power of sleep and probably how much we underestimate its value with our dogs. So, a few things on this, guys, and one of the things I kind of just want to share with you is a few facts around how much sleep dogs usually will have on any kind of day or any 24-hour period. So for adult dogs, that can obviously vary. With all of these guys, it will vary on age, size, breed, lifestyle, diet, and a whole host of other things. But there's a general rule of thumb. Adult dogs usually will have anything kind of between 12, 14, maybe up to 15, 16 hours sleep a day. Now, in a 24-hour day, that's that's a good chunk of that day gone to just chilling out and snoozing. And if you've got puppies, that's even more. So puppies can be anything up to 20 hours in a day. 
So if you've got a new puppy in your home, uh, I know a lot of people have, then imagine that really only four to six hours a day that that puppy should really be up and about exploring, learning the world um, and doing all the little fun, interactive things that they'd be doing. And being honest, guys, I think in practice, I dare say that isn't really the case. I think for all of our dogs, their activity levels are, are quite high and they're always in and around us. They're up when we're up, they move when we move. And having dogs that just relax is massively underestimated. So what I thought I'd try and cover in this episode is some hints and tips on ways to help you and your pooches relax and have more downtime when you're at home. Now, one of the big key things to this, guys, is routine. Now, I love talking about routine with dogs. Um, it's, it's kind of one of those key things that we should all have with our dogs as best as possible. And a routine necessarily doesn't mean a minute-by-minute minute account of your day, but there's certain things that the pooch should start to get familiar with in terms of expectations around routine. So feeding time is always a good one to have fairly static or in within a certain time period. But things like understanding that there will be however many walks a day, there may be some training sessions and game time, there may be some play time. Um, but one of the big things to introduce into that is also when is it sleep and chill out time? And I think that's something that we can often overlook with our dogs. So how would you start to implement this if you do have a dog that is very energetic and never seems to really switch off and relax? Well, Luckily, guys, it's quite easy to start doing. So my challenge to you is to start dedicating five to ten minutes of your day to just sitting with your dog. Now, I don't want you to do anything. All I want you to do is ideally, if you can, get down to their level. So pop yourself on the floor, sit on a cushion, whatever it might be. Even join them on their bed if they're comfortable with that. And just sit and relax. You don't have to say anything don't have to do anything. I would even initially avoid kind of any excessive stroking or or kind of petting of your dog during this, particularly if it's new. So what you're wanting to do is just to try and help encourage dog to come and sit and lay down kind of in and around you, next to you, wherever they feel comfortable, and just sit nice and quietly, not doing anything, no expectations, and... If you do like something to focus on, just focus on breathing. So just for your own kind of well-being, just sit and just do a little bit of a almost wannabe meditation and just sit down, relax and chill out. And that energy of you being nice and calm and relaxed will start to pass on to your pooch. Now rolling back a little bit, guys, have a think about it. Reflect on your daily life. What does it normally look like? Obviously, we've got the, the crazy routine of for a lot of people with lockdown and COVID-19. Um, but also think about your kind of pre-COVID-19 routine and potentially your post-COVID-19 routine as well. Because for a lot of us, our new routines will also be different. They're not going to be the same as the lockdown one and they're probably not going to be the same as the pre-lockdown one either. So... If I reflect back on kind of my pre-COVID-19 routine, it's fairly mental. You know, it's kind of up, awake, kind of sort dogs out, you know, with walks, food, breakfast, water. 
all that kind of stuff. Then I'm kind of showering, getting dressed, getting all my bits together for the day, you know, packing the van, um, grabbing whatever equipment I might need out of kind of the garage and whatever else. Um, and then I'm kind of jumping in the van, off out for the day, seeing clients, doing training courses and classes, and then coming back in, seeing the dogs, bit of a fuss, bit of a play, bit of a train, off out for a walk, coming back, chill out, feeding time after a couple of hours rest. Um, in that time, I'm probably making tea, obviously catching up with the wife, maybe doing a little bit of housework. I'm sure the wife will correct me on that one. That That's probably something I don't do. But there's always things going on. It's quite rare that we really just chill out. And if we do, it may only be um, an hour or two on an evening at best, um, or maybe half a day, or if we're really lucky, a full day on one of the days in the weekend. Now, when your dog is in and around you, when you've got such a crazy, hectic schedule, again, a lot of that rushing around, a lot of that energy can be passed on to Pooch. There's always something going on. It's always busy. It's always, to them, can seem quite exciting. Now, in my household, there's me, my wife, and our three dogs. Now, I can very much imagine that adding in more household members, whether that be kids or extended family or whatever that might be into that situation and that melting pot, is just going to fuel the the craziness from the dog's perspective of what's going on. You know, if you've got kids getting ready for school or college or whatever it is that they've gone to after school clubs, you're rushing around kind of here, there and everywhere between work and food and kids and all that kind of stuff. There's always this energy in the house. And if you're anything like me, when I'm rushed, I often get stressed. I hate being late for things. So again, my um, kind of get the energy that I'm giving out is probably going to be one that is quite stressed and quite frustrated if that is the case, uh, if I'm dashing here, there and everywhere. So again, that atmosphere for my pooch to be in um, can very quickly just become their norm. And if they're not really geared up to ignore that, then they're just going to live in that world of excitingness, busyness, rushing around and all that kind of crazy energy that's going to be perpetuating through my house. So with that in mind, having those 5, 10, 15, even 30 minutes of just nothing, just sitting and relaxing with pooch it's wonderful weather here in the uk at the moment so even just going out in the garden and again you know just a cushion on the floor sitting down with the dog and just relaxing and doing nothing is an amazing way to start helping pooch understand that this is a nice good fun thing to do more importantly it helps them realize it's actually safe now safety for us as much as our dogs is a real key feeling in air for you to be able to relax and ultimately have a snooze or have a sleep. If you're not feeling safe, you're going to obviously just be a little bit more on edge and a little bit more alert and awake, and therefore your desire to snooze is probably going to be a lot less. So if Pooch can get used to you being calm and relaxed, chilling out, doing nothing, and even more importantly, no anticipation of doing something, then eventually Pooch will start to feel the same way. And they will start to relax with you. And they'll actually come to treasure and really look forward to those times of just nothing. No TV. If you like me, maybe a little bit of soft music in the background. But it's about the doing nothing together. And it's the together bit that's really important. If you're sitting on the floor in the living room and Pooch runs away into the garden or upstairs or wherever it is they might go. 
then obviously guys that's not really going to have a nice effect so if your pooch is struggling to kind of be in and around you with this type of new setup if it is something that's quite new and novel to them then just a few favorite treats will be a nice way just to help them kind of hang around and stay where you are now Don't misinterpret that as bribing your pooch to stay with you. That's not the idea, guys. But what you could do is just have pooch. You sit on the floor, have pooch come round, maybe offer you a sit or a down, and then once they're there, just give them a few treats and then just stay there. And if pooch eventually does want to get up and move away, that's absolutely fine. A bit like our training, guys, this is about the success. So if you get two minutes of success of quiet, chill out, do nothing, no expectation time with your dog... That's two minutes is better than none. And next time we might get two and a half or maybe three. But over time and over through repetition, Pooch will start to enjoy and chill out and relax longer and longer and longer. And the more comfortable they are with that, the more we can then start to go about our day after we've had that little chill out time with Pooch. So... Imagine a world, we've sat down, we've chilled out, 10-15 minutes, Pooch is now kind of quite happy, quite comfortable, sprawled out, just nice, calm, relaxed breathing. And then I might get up and just sit on the chair rather than on the floor, for example. And once Pooch realises that I'm not going anywhere, I'm not doing anything, they'll very quickly settle back down again. And over time, then I can get up and move about and things like that. But again, it's gradual build-ups of doing different things. Obviously, another key part of helping dog relax is that kind of time apart. So time together relaxing is absolutely key. But helping Pooch relax and have quiet time on their own is also a really valuable skill. Certainly, obviously, looking ahead to kind of the world after kind of COVID-19 or as a lot of the lockdown restrictions start to be eased a little bit, Pooch is probably really comfortable and really familiar with having you and various other members of the family around a lot more than normal. So again, having quiet controlled time apart is a really nice way to start to ease Pooch into potential new routines as obviously the world changes and lockdown restrictions start to ease. So how would you do that? Well, there's lots of different ways, but one of my favourite ones is ensuring that they have their own little space. Now, that might be a crate, it might be a den, it might just be their bed in the kitchen or wherever it might be. And again, it's just helping them know that that's their place and when they're there, they're not disturbed. Because one of the key things for us as people is we love seeing our dogs chilled out and relaxed. That's usually the time they look super, super cute and trying to resist that urge to snap a photo or go and give them a little cuddle because they just look adorable um, can be really hard. But inadvertently, what we can sometimes do is start to send a message to Pooch that even when you're chilling out, I might still come and invade your space and invade your chill out time just for the sake of my own cuddles or photo opportunities or whatever it might be. So again, depending on your dog's personality, they might actually start to either not go on their bed or when they are on their bed, start to actually almost, I say sleep with one eye open as a bit of an analogy, but they'll start to be a little bit more alert to your presence, your movements, your noises, because they know that their sleep and quiet time might get disturbed. 
And if you're anything like me, being waking up or woken up when you're sleeping or snoozing, um, that usually doesn't go down too well with me. And my likelihood of then relaxing and chilling out again after that is pretty low. And dogs tend to be quite similar. So once they are disturbed or, or startled, their ability to relax and calm back down again may take some time. So if they do have that little safe space, that crate, that bed, the den, whatever it might be, actively encourage your dog to use it. But when they are using it, just leave them be. Just give them that space and that quiet time that they can enjoy without any interruptions from you or other family members. Because again, that's just going to build up that anticipation of something might happen. Therefore, I might as well just stay awake and alert. So guys, we've covered quite a few bits there, but the power of sleep is amazing. Having a dog that is relaxed and content and happy and will willingly sleep and chill out in the presence of you and ideally the presence of others in your home is a wonderful, wonderful thing to have. So invest that time with them. Make sure that your routine is as stable and predictable for Pooch as possible as that will help them. But also start to invest in those quiet times and that all the family can get involved. You can all do little five minute stints each. Maybe not sequentially, but certainly throughout the day, it will help Pooch understand that it doesn't matter who in the family it is, that nice, calm, relaxing, quiet time is wonderful and well worth enjoying. And even when Pooch parents or other members of the family aren't around, I can always go off, find the pooch to my bed or my den or whatever it might be and I can relax as well and I know I'm not going to be bothered. I'm not going to be kind of prodded, poked, snapped or anything else whilst I'm in there and I can just absolutely chill out. So guys, there we are. That is episode six. Thank you so much for joining us. Please encourage your dog to sleep and relax as much as possible. It's a wonderful, wonderful trait and it's an amazing way to let your dog recover relax absorb all that training as well dogs do love to process things and sleep time either as a puppy or as an adult dog is a wonderful time for them to absorb everything that day's brought them so if you've been on a big safari or if you've done some scent work if you've been doing some training games or if you've just been having fun together and by the way training games scent adventures all those kind of things are absolutely fun so dog will love it but yeah when your dog is sleeping and relaxing they're recovering they're building their energy levels for puppies it's a key time for growing so again lots of lots of relaxing time is so so beneficial for your dogs so it's well worth investing the time in the routine and trying to build that calm energy into your house so that your dog can chill out and relax brilliant guys i will see you very soon for episode number seven as I mentioned, we do have some amazing guests coming up as well. But in the meantime, what I'd love you to do is have a think about what's the best compliment you've ever received as a dog owner. Why not head on over to my social media, and that's Great Paws NE for Northeast, um, on Facebook or on Instagram. Find a post in relation to the podcast and let me know what is the best compliment you've ever received as a pet dog owner. I'd be love to read those and see what you guys have been given from friends, family and members of the public. But in the meantime, guys, head on over to greatpaws.co.uk. Sign up to the mailing list. Check out some of the things that are on that site. But also head on over to greatpawsgang.co.uk. That is the new online learning platform. If you sign up, which is free and it will be free forever, 
You can sign up, become a member of the gang, you'll get access to loads of free stuff and there's also some free courses on there as well. Now for every course you will have to enrol, so you just find the course, click on the enrol button, fill in your details and then you'll be registered and get access to that course and you can enjoy it. So the first two that are up there is dog training, setting up for success and we also have homemade enrichment course on there as well. Right guys, that's it from me. I will see you very soon for episode number seven.